Hey, y'all, y'all know how we do. We, we got a guest today. We do. Yes. A motherfucking legend. <laughs> Man, give it up for T motherfucking K Kirkland. Yes, nigga. sir. Everybody in the building. Everybody in the building. Thank you for coming through, <laughs> It's man. a pleasure, young man. It's a pleasure. I just want y'all to know that the brother, Mr. Ron, OG Ron. <laughs> OG Ron. Really what put, that nigga do now? <laughs> he, 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 he put in work to get a brother to come to this show. Man. You know? Cause my numbers was extremely high, <laughs> and he ain't even get he ain't even get halfway. <laughs> You know, you know, I just started looking at him. And so so you going to put it out there. Yeah, I just yeah, started looking at him. He was just looked sad. You I know? was just, crying and shit. He just like, looked bro, sad. So is... when he, he put the money in my pocket like he was fly, <laughs> like he was really doing something. He's like, yo, okay. go and keep that. Go and keep right. that. He so said, hey, I, said, I, I said, oh, so you going to get this to me just for a conversation? <laughs> he said, dog, that's my last. We're going to have to wind up fight. I said, well, I got three swings in me. <laughs> I said, I got three swings in me. Okay. But he was like, TK, come on, dog. Then I tried to get his wife in it because he said that he had to run stuff past his wife. Yeah. So I assumed she really was the boss. Right. Okay. But okay. she played her position smooth. So when I did see her, I said, baby, tell me. She said, uh, that's between y'all two. Right. Oh, you okay. know what? I okay. fell in love last night. Yeah, I yeah, fell in love. Yeah, she so went I on him. She I went respect on him that. <laughs> yeah, I said, okay, all right. I, okay. That, and that was on my mind all damn day when she did that. She didn't want to see me get beat up, though. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know how it was gonna work. Yeah, she was like, she was like, that's between. You know, I, I got the hand moving and everything. That's between. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I gave her so, the hand. Go outside, call nine one one. We 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 was rolling. So so it was it was her. It was it was the the way it happened. No no, it was his persistence. But then the way she see, he made it seem like she was he had to run everything past her. Uh huh. So I in most that relationships, was my way of saying nigga, I can't afford yeah, no Yeah, in most damn. relationships, women are the boss. And when you hear a man yep. say that, yep. the woman is really running things. Yep. Okay. So when he said that, I said, okay, she in charge. You know, yeah, this her I'm like, he moved in with her. He ain't got no money. <laughs> she paying for okay. everything. Okay. You know, that's everything what, about, you, yeah, every, his, his existence what, is damn. based on her. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's what I okay. took. You okay. know what I'm saying? Give it up for Tosh for getting T.K. Kirkland, goddamn. Shout out to Tosh. You know, so that's how it went down. So we here. So, you know. You know, it is, it is true. We normally do say he doesn't deserve her. You know what I mean? She's right. such an angel. Right. right. She's right. such an angel. We say it. Right. And yeah. I think, yeah. They, they just had her on the verge of leaving. And they say opposites attract. Yeah. That's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and liars, sure. and liars, and I consider him a little liar. Uh, oh. Yeah, just a little bit. Liars always have the fine women okay, and the women okay, that do the okay, most for you because okay. there's something about the way they put they their words together it's a gift <laughs> you know you know some they people got gifts together. you know you got he got a gift for lying right, 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 i've been working with you for a minute now but i feel like i know you better i mean i don't know <laughs> what's going on right now man i'm just happy to be Ryan here Ryan is sitting here like Say whatever you want about me. <laughs> <laughs> You're here now. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like, you here. Let's talk. We yeah. want to hear your voice, bro. Thank you hey. for coming through. Thank about, you. We got a so motherfucking much. legend in the building. This is, this is, this is. So what you got for him, quick? Here we go. I don't even know what to say. Here we go. Look Nigga, where you from? <laughs> Tell me where you from. I'm, I'm originally from Jersey City, New Jersey. <laughs> Jersey you know, City, yeah, New Jersey. Jersey City. How was it growing up in Jersey City, New Jersey? You know, I was really a, just a, a quiet young man. You know, I ran track. Um, I can't believe that. Yeah, I can't believe that. You like one of those type of people that talk shit. For no fucking reason. Nah, believe it or not. He looked like he was athletic, like though. He looked like he did a little running back. No, no, no. I was really a quiet guy. 
You know okay. what I'm saying? Tell, yeah. tell me the story, man. Tell me how this came about. See, see, I, I, comedy wasn't on my radar. You know, really? I was an athlete. I was going to school to become a, um, a pathologist, believe it or not. Oh, wait. Hold on, because this on, is one nigga. of your questions see, that I, I would know. What is that? You're going to school to be a pathologist? A pathologist. Okay, okay. What is a pathologist? Yeah, a pathologist is in the speech and pronouncing words. So you're a good-ass liar, too. Oh, no, no, no. The, oh. It's speech. <laughs> oh, this talk. Speech is, is how to talk. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's important that you comprehend. Yeah, you have a master's, right? Yeah, you can't be talking just to be talking. Yeah. What is that like? You know helping people with speech impediments or something like that? Yeah, because you know some people they get a microphone, they think they saying something. <laughs> but I, I really pay attention. Every time he get out line, I was like, no, get correct. Yeah, you got to comprehend on what I'm talking about. I'm asking so, too though. So pathology teaches people how to pronounce words and how to put words together, that type of thing. That's how, how you did the name. So Everybody messes up my name. Yeah, so I get it. I'm into pathology. So that's that and you have a master's, right? Right, in, in speech, okay, communication. speech communication. Right, okay. right. <laughs> Right. So, so you doing your pathology thing, and, and uh, you, you, what did you do after that? Like after you graduated? Um, once I graduated, I was, you know, I already had a little change, you know, from my right. hustling days. So one thing led to another. I started doing stand-up comedy and got good at it. What made you do it? Well, it's, I always tell the story, so I'm, I'm gonna try to do something different on you guys' show. Yeah. I had a um a crisis, a little situation that I think that motivated me to do stand-up. And once I got in that situation, um, I started really taking it seriously because when you're a hustler and you're doing crime, you can't do that but so long. Mm -hmm. And then I always tell people all the time that no matter how much trouble or gangster you think you are, that man got a place for you. So I wasn't trying, and I like sex too much. I like being around women too much, and I don't like being around a lot of men. Yeah, so I ain't going cool. to jail. I ain't going to jail. You know, I like women too much to be locked right, up. Right, right. You know, right. so I just kept it moving and um, dated women all over the world, which I I truly love. I I I, I, I still try to do that to this day. Who, who, who got the cold, who got the coldest chicks in the world, man? Like we asked Michael Black. You know, the, the coldest chicks is the girl that you with that day. That day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Listen because it don't matter this. who they are, what, what part of the country, and if you ain't that's with it, day. don't matter. But if you got a girl with you that day, that's the coldest that's chick. That's the coldest that's chick. That's right. That's a player shit. Yeah, that's yeah, a player shit. Yeah, that's a good shit. He's basically saying, get you one first. You got to start somewhere. He don't want to go around the, around the chicks. He's like, hey, it ain't, it, I ain't trying to get in no relationship. Like, what we doing today? Let's take this shit day by day. Can we do that? By day. I don't know where I'm going to be at tomorrow. Let's meet each other every morning. Nothing is wrong with that as long as you come out and say that in the beginning, you know? No, I don't think that you have to. I don't think honesty is good in relationships. What? Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to lie. When you, Damn. Okay, so are you when you when okay, you're don't dating validate that women bullshit. around the world, right? Are you with them or are you just like in a relationship or are you just having a, fun? I'm in a relationship. Okay, okay. With them. I'm they, thinking, that but you're they don't know about the other girl. Oh, oh, so you're actually in a okay. Yeah, I, I okay. date them all. Oh. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, all I, and, and I treat everybody good. That's that's the importance. And this this still happens. That day. I, it, that it's day. a possibility. That day. <laughs> oh. It's a possibility it still happens. Oh. But the thing about Let's it go is, a little further. <laughs> here's the thing. Most women think they can handle the truth. Y'all say, Oh, tell me the truth. I can handle at least give me a choice and make a decision. And you sometimes it does work, but from that moment on, your trust the way you think about a man subconsciously is destroyed. So now, believe it or not, you have trust issues with people that you date because a man was truly honest with you. So I feel that if you can lie and not get caught, you good. And be man enough that if you get caught, you tell the female, hey, I got caught. I wish you the best. I'm out. 
Yeah. Now, when you move in with a woman, it's a different type of responsibility because you got clothes there, you're doing things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if you get caught dead, you still got to be man enough not to show up. Mm. See, because most men are, are cheat and then try to prove to the woman that, baby, I really loved you. But if you really loved her, you wouldn't have cheated. Mm. And then when people yeah. cheat and get caught, you are miserable for the rest of your life because the trust is gone. But you put up with each other to pretend one day you forget that ever happened. So now you got to think about your girl cheating on you every time she walked out that door. And then the woman got to always think about every time he walks out, he could do the same thing. So for marriages mm. that have, I'm just going to pick it right. For marriages that have been together for like, who have dealt with cheating, right? And then they've still been together for like 20 years, such and mm-hmm. all going on. Do you think that those relationships, they're still miserable? They're miserable, baby. Oh. Yeah, most likely they're probably depending on each other, financials, the, the, the help keep paying the bills uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. It, it's a lot of different, a lot of different um, levels to that, but I know for a fact that you're probably miserable. Oh. Because trust is everything. When you really know you got someone you can really trust, yeah. oh, that's a happy feeling. Right. So you would never forgive a cheater? Like I, would, ever? I, I would get another female. I wouldn't want to put myself to whether to believe you. Because I travel the world. I can meet somebody literally every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if a person fuck up with me, like, okay, it might it might sting a little bit. But once I go out and buy another bitch <laughs> to drink and sit down and have a conversation, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who? What? 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 what, what? Right, right. That's okay. me. Right. And the people listening to this, this may not be your style. This may not be your life. Yes, so let's remember, yeah, okay? Sure. People, people. Yeah, don't do what I okay? do. Hey, don't try to do yeah, don't be like TK. Yeah, don't do what do I do. Do not. Do that. Yeah, cause you, it, and you got to have a certain <laughs> mindset because you could be depressed because, you know, yeah. you can't be around the women that you really like during the holidays. Mm. You know? You know? No, no, no. Deep, this is real. It's real. No, nah, because when you're a player or you think you're a player. <laughs> what kind of woman do you like around the holiday? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm with, I'm, is I'm it with a different my, woman for the holiday, no, no, different type? I'm with my children on the holiday. Okay. Mm. See, it ain't about a female. You yeah. know, it's, it, me and my kids are extremely, extremely tight. So my kids pretty much travel the world, the world with me. Mm-hmm. So the holidays is us. We travel different places. And um, like right now, even though I, I started working on Thanksgiving in January for this year and Christmas. So I know oh. what we're doing. I don't wait till the last minute. Yeah. I got to really plan far ahead. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. So I'm into my children a lot. This is interesting. Yeah, it is. I just want to die. But go ahead. Go ask your questions. What's I'll really interesting is, like, out of all the comedians on here, got the most interesting story how he started. Most people say some comedian gave them a break. They were sneaking inside some comedy club. I'm researching this nigga. And this nigga got his start touring with N.W.A. <laughs> right, Please right. let us I'm know. I'm like, how does a comedian start out touring yeah. with, like, the most gangster fucking group in history? How does that happen? Right. And I just think um, because I represented myself. And um, I just saw opportunities, and my mouth just every time there was an opportunity from NWA to um, Jay Z, the Hard Knock Life tour, yeah. to um, the, the 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 Rough Riders and the Cash Money Millionaires, everything I've done all that on my own with all the artists and hip hop, and still well respected to this day in the um, the hip hop world. So yeah. I was just good. See, a mm-hmm. lot of comedians can't go do a rap concert. Mm-hmm. And rock it, you know what I'm saying? Like I was rocking concerts with rappers, and most comedians can. I, that's one thing I can say. That's my lane, yeah. and can't no other comic take that away from me. Mm-hmm. I put any comic who say they great, and 
uh, say that you're great and I'll put you on tour with any rap group and see what you're capable of doing. Okay. You know, so I, I, I know for a fact that I rock crowds like that, so I'm excited. I always I always wondered how did that how does, it, does that work with the concert with the rappers and the comedian? Are you going on like first? Yeah, are you I'm first. Are you hosting the whole thing? Oh, yeah, you hosting the whole thing. So when you go out like go out like you gotta have the ability to attack. Mm-hmm. So I would attack people. As soon as I'm walking, I'm talking about fat bitches. <laughs> I'm talking about this motherfucker. I'm talking about people wake up and stand to the dope. point. But I'm, but I'm good at what I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So by the time I'm done, ain't nobody fucking with me. Really? Everybody's nervous. And then I had a little Apollo style. So I remember being on tour with um, Cash Money Millionaires. And we came through Kansas Cash City in the, la- in the 90s. And all the cities, I always gave the mic up for people to perform. Really? And here... We got here, and the young man, I guess people was trying to rap, sing, and one dude just came up. He was real confident. He had a little goatee, <laughs> and he, he took the mic from us. I said, give me that motherfucking mic back. So we <laughs> talking. So he said, yo, I, I'm going to rock the crowd. I said, yeah, right. So ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and he goes on. He starts talking. 18,000 motherfuckers start going crazy here in Kansas City. No and shit. it was Tech Nine. Damn. God damn, yeah. man. That's yeah. that nigga. That's yeah. that nigga. Tech Nine turned. Wow. That's the first time I That's met him. That's crazy. So Tech Nine turned <laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> out. And I just never forget that. And that's similar to how when I met um NWA and Easy E. Man, that's dope. Yeah. That's but how did you too. so you went to school in California, right? No, when I was in school, I was already getting my master's degree. Okay. Yeah, so I went from New Jersey to Arizona, Arizona to California for my master's. And then I started hanging out and then um once I became a good stand up comedian, I met a gentleman named Al Heyman who was a promoter. Um, back in the day before he started representing Floyd Mayweather. He used to do the Butt Wise Superfest um concerts back in the day. So they put me on tour with um, Keith Sweat, um, Tina Marie, and Bobby Brown. And during intermission, I met Easy E, and they came to see me actually do a whole comedy set uh-huh. at the Comedy Store, and put me on my first national tour. And what was so crazy, and I never told this to anybody, when I was on tour in WA, I got banned. They thought I was worse than the group. True story. Oh, so when they were going through theirs, yeah, said yeah. you were affiliated. Yeah, no, they, I, my, they felt they that you my show was worse than NWA. Oh, oh wow! Oh, yeah, so I got banned. Sure did. He I was bringing more like, heat than the rapper. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like about three seats. I hope we. Could, I'm, I'm gonna find that footage one day. Damn. And show that I got how I got banned with NWA. That's crazy. <laughs> they say get his ass too. Who did you used to work with as you was going through the? Like, who was your group? Like, everybody had like a little group back in the day that they would go on tours with. Like, I think what uh, somebody said, Michael Blackson, Mike Epps, somebody else was all in the group in New York. You talking about to, the small tours yeah, when I first started now? Yeah. Oh no, I never did. He, it sounded like, like you started out on top. Shit. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't do none of that. You, you know what I'm saying? But you ain't never went on no tour with a group of comedians. No, 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 no. He said, "I work I alone." I don't Damn. do that. Yeah, I work alone. I don't do. I don't do that. I'm not that type of dude. Damn. You know, I'm a, um. Don't get one I'm, of those I'm a street shows. hustler. I know the comedians, but I'm not friends with the comedians. It's different. Yeah, we know each other. They know TK, but, you know, it's not like I call them. We hang out. Like most comedians, most of them hang out. You know, my, my friends is um, um thieves, hustlers, <laughs> business owners, um, people who are very, very, very powerful positions. So, you know, I just stay low key on what I do throughout this game. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, is that by choice? You just don't like nobody in the 
field. <laughs> because I saw some shit that was cool. I think it's going on this week. Um, earthquake. A lot of um, big comedians doing something for Sinbad. Right. Okay. That's good. And you know. so you know, it's a brotherhood. Yeah, it's a brotherhood. Like a comedy, but yeah, I just don't. I don't get caught up in all that. Okay. Just, so you're like the person, like when you, you tell somebody when you go to work, I'm not really here to make friends. I'm just here. You know, <laughs> I, here my money. Money. I, I, work. I don't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't, it ain't, it don't what you think. No, no, the, the mentality. I know of, what you're saying, but yeah, no, I yeah. don't say. I don't know what my thoughts are. You just like whatever. <laughs> I just stay out the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a di- I'm a different kind of individual. I, I, don't, I don't like petty men. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a lot of petty niggas in the world, so I, I hate petty men. Okay, I hate petty women. Damn, you're speaking just to be speaking. You know what petty is. So nah, you ask, nah, you're asking a question no, that you already no, know. No, petty is petty. No, because you, you want petty. the definition yeah, for that shit. Because your, your petty may be different from my petty. You said, <laughs> you said petty niggas at first. I just so don't I already like, know when you I just don't it. like weak men. I don't like um, sissified niggas. I don't like. Men who are not strong. I don't like men who complain. Um, so the best way to deal with that with me <laughs> is to stay away from you. And I just, I roll by myself and I'm happy. You know, I roll with some solid people and that's my kids because they come from my DNA. So my daughters, my sons, they solid. And I like yeah. solid people. That's important to me. So Man, I got to ask group. you a question because we just started to mess with industry people as far as um, the entertainment field. Right. And we didn't seen a lot of fake shit. Heard a lot of stories about fake business. Right. What's the the fakest situation you have been in, like involved in? I never had them problems because the way you right the carry way yourself, I, right, the way I carry myself. You know, yeah. everybody know I get the money. So yeah, you know, one of my greatest stories: me, Chris Tucker, and AJ Johnson was at the Kentucky Derby, and um, this is for Chris, Chris Tucker blew up. Hey, this is for Fridays came out, so we had the Kentucky Derby, and I think. Um, it was like five people in the audience. So when the promoter came, uh, me and him went in the room to get everybody screened. Don't let TK go in there because we won't get no money. Yeah. Everybody knew I was going to get the money, you know. <laughs> so I've always been that kind of dude. I, I always get my money. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah, we all have no kind of problem. Yeah. And it's not that I'm going to threaten anybody. It's not going to beat anybody up. <laughs> it's just that I know I just know how to talk to people, you know. And my goal is to get, you know, what, what's right. I do a spare. Okay. Yeah, so I'll do a spray. I'm not like, I'm not like Suge Knight. I'm gonna shoot you, yeah. throw you out the window. <laughs> I don't want that kind of. I don't want them. Kind, I don't want that reputation. <laughs> I, I just want to be to myself. I'm a, I'm a quiet dude. I, 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 a lot of people don't know their journey on this earth, and I know what I'm here to do. So I'm here to truly accomplish and stay focused on what I'm here to do, and then I'm out. So you know, a lot of people don't know why they're here. So I know my purpose. Interesting. Man, I would say that you definitely have a brutal, like a brutally honest style yeah. when you're on that stage. Mm-hmm. I watched a few days ago, I watched Who Raised You. And, bro, like no matter where the fuck you are, no matter what city you in, you the same TK, you're going to find somebody, you're going to talk some shit. The material is like a little bit harsh. It's funny as fuck, but some people get offended, I've seen. Right. It's actually a two-part question. When you do that, like, is it always received well? Or do people just get pissed the fuck off, walk out? And do you think that, like, I would think that you would be prone to get more hecklers than an average comedian. You know what I mean? Because no, I they want to come in and try to talk shit to you. No, I don't get that issue either. But if I don't, if I don't get at least four or five people to walk out my show, I didn't do my <laughs> job. <laughs> like, I got to get about four or five to leave. Yeah, okay. 
about four. I seen five. one last night. And he, man, he walked her out the door. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? He was talking shit, like, bro. Yeah, I, I, if I can't get you to leave, I didn't do my job. <laughs> okay. Because I want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> So that's a goal. That's a goal. Okay. And it's, and not intentionally. It's just I just take real topics and make you aware from your lifestyle, the type of money you should have in the in your account, <laughs> for what you should say to a female, for you destroying a woman's life and vice versa. Yeah. So I'm going to call you out on it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of men don't like that. A lot of women don't like to be told the truth. You know what I'm saying? So I do it in a comedic way <laughs> along with a little knowledge at the same time, putting people up on game, how to make money, um... I believe that if you if you having sex with someone and that person can't help you elevate your life, then why are you with each other? So I make people think about what they do because, see, there's no blueprint to dating, right? Everybody just wings it. Right. But you should be with someone that has just as much as you, you know, because they don't yeah, have just I as much as you when if it falls apart, that person won. Yeah. It's a win for the for the nigga who ain't got shit. If he yeah. got a girl that got some, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So that's why they have this thing called equally yoke. And people don't realize that until you're in divorce court and that judge say <laughs> half on every motherfucking thing. And you looking like, damn. And you giving up your your 401k, your your benefits and all that to a person that you hate or dislike. Can or, I get the 401k? On you. Y'all yeah. can get the 401k? <laughs> yeah, you get, you get a piece of all that. Ah, damn. Sure damn. Can. Nothing is safe. <laughs> Nothing is Ain't safe. nothing safe with y'all. I know y'all can get a nigga 401k. Yeah, you can get it all, man. But well, I'm pretty sure a, a guy could get it, too, if the woman was making right, those money. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. You get, people, you get The thing that, about niggas is, I'm not going to sue no woman you for You're not, money. but that don't mean other men won't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ask on um, what's the girl That's the most on embarrassing Mar- shit ever. Martin. The girl on Tisha, Mar- I mean, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh Tashina Arnold, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, no, uh, uh Campbell. He talking about, yeah, um, he he sued, he getting child support, yeah. he getting alimony. That wow. one girl, that one girl, that I couldn't do that. The, um, um, that um, comedian girl. What's the what's the female? Um, it, I don't know if it's that the sings view. with Puffy and the regular Mary J. Blige. I was gonna say Mary. She, she paying her husband, uh, and, man, that, bro. And, and that situation was cold because yeah. they had a singer that they was both working with. Mm-hmm. He started fucking the singer. Mm-hmm. Left Mary, and now Mary paying his nigga to be with Basically, the bitch. Basically, right. That's cool. Uh, okay. That's why everybody was talking about that. Yeah, so, complaining and shit. so just, yeah, I about to say that was a good plan. That she ain't really singing yeah. shit all up in so the boots. Just because you wouldn't do it, yeah. There's some yeah. some dudes who would be like, no. I would feel I embarrassed w- trying to fight a woman for her money, especially for my kids. That yeah, that's you. It ain't, it ain't <laughs> built like you that no more. Yeah. 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 Hey, you would have felt embarrassed with that money, that money getting that bank account every month. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. with a lot of money. Well, yeah, it's Mary J. Flyers. The average chick ain't going to have that money. Like, nigga, you can talk bad about <laughs> me, but them, yeah, you know what I mean? In my right, right, I ain't going right, to fight right. you for $7.88 a month or some shit like right, that. Right, you know right, I mean? right, 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 right. Nah, nah, but if them thousands 30000 a month, okay. Right. What them young yeah. folks say? Sheesh! I can that move is. out the hood. Fuck the respect. I'm gone. Right. So, right. like, even when you first started, have you ever just had a bad show? No, I've always been consistent. Really? Yeah. I've, all the comments will tell you they've never seen TK Kirk have a bad show. I've only heard three people on this show say that. It seemed like Gary Owen and God Tory and him. It seemed like no bad show. It's like you comic. I don't collected. know about God Tory. That's a lie. And I don't know about Gary Owen. That's a lie too. <laughs> Uh, um, Whoa! And I said, "Now look, keep it going." This is yeah, great. I you don't know said, if they had a good. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck they talking about? This is great. Like, yeah. what, nigga? So, <laughs> what, what do you consider as a comedian? What do you consider a bad show? I can't wait till we get to the top five. Um, a bad show is um, 
if you get heckled or the crowd didn't agree with you. I mean, uh, I've seen people walk out on, on. You said guy or Joe? Uh, guy. Okay, guy. I haven't no, met guys Joe consistent. Yet. Yeah, guy is consistent. Gary Owens, I don't know about Gary. The thing about Gary Owens is Gary Owens is a nice comedian, and I love his style. I just, for some reason, for a long time, I hated to see a white man act black. To me personally, that irritates the fuck out of me. So mm-hmm. I normally don't voice my opinion on comedians. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish all of them well. But that, not saying I dislike Gary. That's just used to be one of my feelings. I had to grow to accept that was his style. Yeah. But at first, for a while, I didn't like that. People, gotcha. people don't understand how hard that is to to see as a comedian. It's like, it's like not not just as a comedian, but as a black person, you see some shit that you that you doing, and then they kind of like mimic that. Right, in a way. right. It ain't like they doing it kind of like on purpose. It's just kind of like this is their style of comedy. But some something in you says like, "Fucking Eminem shouldn't be winning this award." You know, kind right, of shit like right, that. Right, right, <laughs> it's like, right, it's like right. It, it, we know that nigga's good, but it seems like and that's yeah. the thing about go to that nigga. You know? And that's the thing yeah. about <laughs> and that's the thing about blacks. Right, we have, we have a bad tendency to turn the cheek and allow people to do certain things when we know that it's wrong. Because if we was black and really try to act white. It will be a lot of hell to pay. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. they, they won't even let us in. They, they won't even let us in. Right. They, like, yeah. But it would be boring as fuck, though. It yeah. <laughs> Nobody would. It, 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 it would be hard. But, that, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I, will be no I don't want this interpreted the wrong way because we have people across this world who, for some reason, they could take something and, yeah. and make it crazy. But I, that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, like if you look at. Grow. If you look at TikTok, I don't know if you do TikTok. Or no, be on no, there. no, no, man. TikTok <laughs> is say, like, like video, videos are starting you. to become like that. It's kind of like you create, you know, a black person will create something, yeah. And then these white people are the ones that's on the shows showing them how to do this dance. So right, like, these right. Come up with this dance. Right, right. You right. Don't Ellen. <laughs> you done taking somebody's Ellen money. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's, that's supposed to be little Keisha's Ellen money. She was gonna okay. buy some shit with that. Well, let me say. Okay, so have you no bad shows? Have you ever had another comedian steal a joke of yours? Oh, that's I a think, good question. I think comedians steal, they might steal a topic, but I never get, you know, most comedians fight over stuff like that. I always felt that to be petty. I'm not going to call somebody up if you stole a bit, right? You know, that's why my, 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 my jokes are really so unique that if you took my shit, you would truly know that it's mine. Yeah. So, um,. And if they did take it, I, I say well, I, I'll come up with new material every day. So I'll come up with something different. But I'm not gonna argue with you because again, you got to know your purpose. Mm-hmm. When I say I know my purpose, like it, it helps a lot to guide me through this journey. Okay. Now, I was about to say, seeing you on stage, it kind of seems like you kind of get the feel like you freestyle. It'd be funny as hell, but it's like you go with the moment. You look, you see a lot of material, you come up with it. So do you? That being said, do you actually write? Do you have a writing process? No, do I don't write at feel? all. I don't write at all. I, I'll come up with something in my head, and I'll think about it for a day or two. And if it comes naturally when I'm on stage, it comes. And if I miss it, I don't hit myself over the head. Mm-hmm. I just like it to come another time. Mm-hmm. Um, the club that you saw me in, that's not really a set-up comedy club. It's close. You can hear people talking. And, and, and it's okay to do that. That type of club... Um, can make a comedian sharp because you have so many different things happening. Mm-hmm. It'll frustrate a weak comedian. A weak mm-hmm. comedian be screaming. I shut him up because I one, I'm saying some of the most important shit in the world mm-hmm. that you got to shut the fuck up and listen to me. Mm-hmm. And then I demand respect as because I'm an OG 
And I, I, you know, I think this happened naturally when I say, who the fuck is talking when I'm talking? <laughs> like, that's some shit your parents used to say to you yeah. when you were young. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to them like they're my children, but I'm going to show you that you're going to respect me while I'm on stage. <laughs> and I normally get their respect. Even when I put the yeah. women, I talk tough to the women. You know, I talk tough to them. But then after the show, they all trying to fuck me. So it's a crazy, it's a crazy situation. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Seems like. they, Seems they like. all trying to fuck. I swear to God, it's like it's insane. Man. You know, it's not about the checking, right? I mean, it's it's the way of being checked, okay? And not all, I hate to say it, not all men have that. That's true. You know. And That's that true. is, and I'm speaking from a woman. I'm pretty sure right. it's it's the way that it's done, right? And know? I think it's the way that I'm done, and and I push masculinity, and I think that helps with um with my shows because believe it or not, all my shows sell out around the country, and it's 99 percent women. Damn, 99 percent, 99 percent women. Are all my show, I swear. Damn, to God. that's a lot of women. Damn. That's a lot of women, yo. Ron, what you doing? I'm a lot of women. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm the only nigga there, though. It's the only nigga there. I'm the only nigga there. It's nothing but women. It's a true story. I ain't noticed the last night, but yeah, not, yeah nothing but women. Could it also be that men, especially if you do certain things to the crowd, men are like, like you said, some men don't want to get called out or. No, I'm really basing on that. The women like to hear a real nigga talk some shit. Okay. You know, I don't want you to devalue the journey. You know, when you say that, it's like, niggas ain't going to show up. I'm no. Funny. I, I, yeah, <laughs> but I want to, because I notice too, like some comedians, especially who do more talking about women, right? Like I talk about little... everybody, though. It's not just about women. I, I, I refuse to just think people think I'm going to bash a female. Yeah. I really balance it out. I talk everything from male to female to um, education, to the police, to um, history, to um, life insurance policies, to uh, GoFundMe, to um, whitewashing, to Black Panthers. To, I give a, a history lesson on life. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Nobody's safe, right? Because you're going to, it, it's just an all around, yeah, I want to say. all around thing. But if they know that a comedian usually sticks to certain subjects, it's like, oh, okay, I can come and feel comfortable because I feel but safe. But you don't know what I'm going to talk about. Okay. See, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I was about to ask. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you know? I have no idea okay, what okay. I'm going to so, say. Okay, so as a comedian, right, when I'm about to get on stage, I'm like at, at the most nervous I've ever been, right? Like I'm almost about to pee on myself every time mm-hmm. because you, because because as a comedian, you gotta if you, if nobody's laughing, you're not doing your job, right? Right. So that's the whole point of going up there, right? So to prepare yourself to go up there, in my mind, I'm thinking you're gonna say you don't have to, but <laughs> to prepare yourself to go up there, do you gotta? I mean, you gotta like a ritual or or something that you do every <laughs> night before you go up there. To I calm just stay your quiet. I'm a, I like to be quiet. So in the, in the back room, so so you in the back room in the green room. I don't even do the green room. Damn, you don't even do the green room. I don't even go in the green room. I stand by the door. I like to walk in like a regular person, and then when they introduce me, I walk from the door and go. No out. shit. But I very seldom do the green room. I always like to come from the audience. Bro, he's not bullshit. Check I, I, this out. That's crazy. I went to meet the nigga the other day, so in between shows, so I text him like after I see people coming out. So I'm like, all right, bro, I'm outside. I see the door open. I'm thinking the security at the door, but no, it's TK. <laughs> this nigga supposed to be in the back. <laughs> He's standing there for a minute. <laughs> He's standing there for a minute. Then I thought, 
Like he's walking towards me, but he walked right past the car. I'm like, yeah, this nigga don't be That's crazy. <laughs> fuck the green room. I'm out of here in yeah, a lot. That was the first time I ever heard somebody <laughs> say that. Yeah, I don't do I don't do all that. I don't, you know, even when I tour, they either ask you what's your your rider. I just said, yo, have my money. I'm out. That's uh, it. I ain't gonna have shit in my dressing room. Damn. I, I come to work, have my paper ready. Yeah. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. And normally <laughs> I don't even let people open up for me. Word. You know, yeah, I do a two hour show by myself. Even they, even though people opened up for me this weekend, I still was doing two hours on each show. Dang, I did not know that you open. You didn't have no opener. You like to open. You like to do the whole shit. I like to do it by myself. How do you pace yourself for two hours every night? I just talk shit twice a night. Yeah, like two, yeah, three times a night. a night. Like sometimes I have eight shows in the weekend, so that's sixteen hours. God that's a lot damn. of work. Yeah, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, man. Yeah, that's Especially a lot of work. if you going up there and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna talk about every night. Yeah, but it's it's fun though. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you never get tired? Yeah, I'm tired now. Oh, okay. I was about yeah. to say most comedians don't do that though. When they got two shows, eight thirty, ten thirty, something like that, they done at like nine forty five. Yeah, they do like forty yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's what horrible. I'm the kind of money that I, you know we charge y'all mm -hmm. and the kind of money I make, I would hate to give somebody just forty that's minutes. All they hey bro, the Second show started at 10, nigga. We left out that motherfucker like 10. But, <laughs> like, most, nigga, we came most, out. He was still of, on the stage. But you know, like like back in the day, people used to sit and watch comedy like it was theater. But now, it's so much comedy, it's hard to sit and watch more than 40 minutes. That's why I think they do for like 40, 50 minutes. But that's now. why your shit got to be good. Yeah. They sit yeah, through my, they watch my show. If it's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like old school, old school, like the old school people. They didn't have it like that, though. Like when, uh, like, uh. I would not. I won't say like uh, earthquake. He used to be doing shows. I remember he just was talking about he did a show that he was there for for like the same amount of time, like sixteen hours or some shit like mm -hmm. that. He got paid like some dumb amount or something like that. Like in situations like that, is 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 that harder to do if you're talking about sixteen shows, two hours, or versus just forty minutes, just pulling up doing forty minutes? I shows. think you just go. You just go. You know That's it. Yeah. Even when I fly, I don't want to know how long it's going to take. Damn. Because once you know how long it takes, it gets, you, know, you, know, you don't want to fly. It takes forever. Yeah, exactly. So I just go on stage and do what I do. I never looked at it like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't put myself under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> on no level. Mm -mm, I don't even have a favorite team. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> whoever wins, you know who whoever wins, that's my team. I ain't stressing myself out. If you're like, who, what's your favorite color? They all the motherfuckers. My favorite color. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. You know, I like them all. No stress lifestyle. Yeah. I endorse that. I can get behind that. I'm gonna stop making decisions, Tosh. Dude, I gotta get Fuck. some of that type of spirit, man. Cause he like ain't nothing bothering my yeah, spirit. Ain't nothing bothering me. Okay, why do I feel like it's gonna be difficult then with these questions? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Golly. Okay, so we have two questions mm -hmm. that we ask all our guests. Okay. We need to know your five favorite comedy movies mm -hmm. and your five favorite comedians. I don't have none. <laughs> and I just, I feel Damn. like, and I just yeah. felt like I was yeah. just going to leave this blank just because yeah, I'm none. not, I'm going to just put. I think they're all good. TK, I, put, I was just, just going to put all of them. TK, yeah. <laughs> Everybody good. Everybody good. Okay, so because you can't win in a situation like that. You know, if a comedian <laughs> if a comedian is watching the show, they hoping that you say their name. Yeah. And I I don't I don't get caught up in all that. <laughs> really? Nah, I don't care. Okay, not even movies. Yeah, see, because I'm a businessman. Comedy is my side hustle. 
So okay. I, don't, I don't take comedy as serious as most people do because I'm a businessman. Okay. You know, like I said, um, I don't share the kind of money I make and what I do. But, you know, I'm a very successful guy. Okay. So comedy, what comedy's done for me is kept me in shape. It kept me working out. It kept me jogging. It kept me eating, eating right. And I like women, so if I want to meet females, <laughs> I go different parts of the world and pull a bitch, you know, because I always always had a bad bitch breathing on me. I like that kind of shit, you know. So you gotta have something to live for. So Give us the five worst thing. comedians you ever seen. Fuck it. I don't know who they are. Because believe it or not, <laughs> I don't watch comics. Dang. I just put all of them. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch. I just comedians. think this is gonna be different. I think. I think a comedian should never watch another comic. I mean. I mean. Okay. Ooh. I do agree, but you. I mean, like you never studied another comedian. No, never studied Damn. another comedian. That's why I have my own style. I never, never studied another comedian. Nothing. I just took my street life and just applied it to the game. Yeah, that's two different things. Some people got the gift. Some people got to keep working out on the gift. Yeah. Some people watch film, and you just like I. Just yeah, show I don't do up. none of that. Damn. Mm-mm. You don't have a... Oh, never mind. All of them. Right. Yeah. I was going to ask another question. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Who <laughs> your barber? Who your barber? <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. My barber. Oh, yeah, all of them. Where, whatever I go, wherever city I'm at. Wherever the fuck I'm at. <laughs> wherever I'm at. That's what cut me up. When yeah. I... Yeah. Just, <laughs> I just got a different way of thinking. I got a different look on outlook of life. That's all. You know what? It's good to meet people like that because then it gives you can take a little piece of that and you can put it into your life. Right. Like, I right. like that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I can try to figure that spirit of not caring. That shit. That shit tough though. Like, it, but it's easy. It's got to be in your DNA. Damn. It ain't he in said, my. It, I, he said you'll never like have like it. if something. Yeah, somebody, basically, somebody, that's what I'm saying. I, know, I don't got it. Right. I don't got it. Yeah, it some people disrespectful. I can't just be like nah. Man, so what was the best tour you ever been on? Like, I would say the first one, NWA. Mm. Yeah. So, man, I'm, so I was about to add some details. I was, I was going to say, like, as far as, like, the bottles and the bitches and the party. But are you talking about just, like, for, like, the comedy or, like, the, the feel, the atmosphere? See, was it everybody I you were most with, excited because it was your first one? Which one? I, I, everybody I toured with, believe it or not, I was independent. You know, I've always dealt with the promoters. I never really dealt with the artists. Mm-hmm. And I never really, even though I was on tour with everybody, I never hung with them. Damn. I was never that guy, I'm going to be in your dressing room. I was never that guy, I'm going to ride the bus with you. So was niggas scared of you? Would they try to come in your shit? No, when people, when they was catching buses, I was flying to different cities. Oh. See, I was balling oh. before they was balling. So when they, I meet you there. I didn't have to ride the bus. I didn't have. I had my own hotel, mm-hmm. and I had my own driver. Had my own car, mm-hmm. and I meet you there. If the show started at seven, I was there at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So from R. Kelly to the Jay Z, I toured with them all. Mm-hmm. But I never was in R. Kelly's dressing room, wanting mm-hmm. to get to know the nigga, hang out with. And I toured with him for years, yeah. and I never went that nigga's dressing room. Really? I toured him Damn. for years, and never went to his house. I toured him for years, and after a show. I, he go, they go to after party. I go to my hotel room. Yeah, I was never that dude to hang out with you. I'm, I ain't gonna drink with you because <laughs> I have this rule. I believe in you got to keep a Republican, you know. And when Republican means you keep it strictly business. When you're yeah. a Democrat, you want to be everybody's mm-hmm. motherfucking friend. I wasn't trying to be people's friends. I was really just Damn, coming to do my bro. job. So you don't kick it with nobody. Like I, I travel a lot too. If I was to randomly see your ass, like in the Bahamas or some shit, yeah. you just gonna be with. No, no, no. I'm gonna speak to you. I'm a gentleman. I'm gonna speak to you. Not talking about ain't nobody gonna be with you. Just your kids. Like that's the yeah, only thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't roll with a crew. That's what's up. Yeah, I don't have. You know, I, I think you got to be. Um, to me, kind of weak if you roll with a lot of people. 
You know, because you, you want to order people around and do stuff like that, or you got to mm -hmm. have a bunch of people to make you feel mm -hmm. a certain way. Mm -hmm. Shit, I, I love life. I love me. Mm -hmm. So I, I keep it moving. I don't need a group of people. Okay. And I don't like dealing with different personalities because somebody's going to get jealous. Somebody's going to have an attitude <laughs> about something. And yeah. I don't put up with that bullshit. I ain't got time for it. <laughs> okay. So that's part of the petty. Yeah, that's part of the petty. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. That was a good answer. Yeah, I don't want to be around all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just literally looking at this yeah. list like this is the first one. Have you ever okay? Have you ever had to check somebody on stage <laughs> for being disrespectful in the crowd? I do that all the time. I mean, not but not like like a serious check because you seen like uh uh like like you. I know you say you don't get heckled and shit like that, but I know people over talk and shit like yeah, that. What was the most time. serious incident? Like, yeah. Cause I know DC Young Fly just knocked That's them like, off the stage. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that, but it's kind of like two a week ago. Things, but <laughs> see, he shouldn't do that because he's gonna get sued. Damn, <laughs> man, the crowd was hype after he did this. Let me tell you something. When you knock, see what a, a comedian got to understand. If, if that guy is smart, he can sue DC Fly and the building mm -hmm. for a lot, for him getting touched. Mm -hmm. You know, because you can't hit nobody, yo. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't do it. You get sued. Now, the reason why I know that years ago, a dude tried to fight me in a club and. Newark, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. it, was a, it was a dude named Crazy Sam, believe it or not. And Crazy Sam. <laughs> Sound like it's crazy. I, I, yeah. I embarrassed him at the comedy store. And matter of fact, it was the same time NWA was there. Mm -hmm. And I checked him. But when I went to Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, it was a club there called Terminal D. And um, he was there. And they, the promoters, <laughs> allow, the promoters allow him to go on after me. Mm hmm. So when he was there, he was talking shit. But what he didn't know is that I'm from Jersey. Mm -hmm. So not only am I from Jersey, my cousins are federal agents. Oh, see, damn! Yeah, <laughs> who are gangsters? Damn. You see, my cousins is gangsters, and they, they but they're federal agents. So me and him got the fighting in the club, and my cousins them don't motherfucking play. So when it was all over, everybody in the club sued me. Damn! True story. Everybody in the club. They always gonna sue the biggest sued name. Me. They gonna so sue the name. Me. Yep, they, they sued me. Even though I beat everything that was there, everybody tried to sue me. Damn. True story. This was years ago. This is man. I can't even imagine this. This is nineteen eighty nine, ninety. They so was you, on that. Yeah. They do you think people do that too for that reason? Like you know what I mean? To get money for it. When you hear about certain people going to There's certain shows. It's an opportunity. Shows. It's an opportunity. I mean, people don't go there for that, but if something happens, if you're smart enough, I mean, the goal in life is um, to do the right <laughs> thing, but do a little fraud on the side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would think so. Get a little settlement every once in a while. Yeah. I ain't nothing wrong with yeah. that. I mean, if, I got, if a FedEx truck hit me out and it was their fault, I wouldn't be like, <laughs> Just take care of my car. My, you but know. some people right. like that, though. Some right. people don't want to sue people. They know because it'll come back on you. Some people don't want to do that. Yep. I might have to, I might have to take it out. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> if a FedEx, and it's your fault, too. Right. You got it. Yep. How I does do, it make... I don't. Um, but no, how does it make you feel when you walk out on that stage and you notice that ain't nobody in the close seats or they try to avoid the motherfuckers <laughs> until... The last. It doesn't man. bother me. I'm still gonna get. <laughs> I'm still gonna give a good show. Whether there's nobody in the front seats or believe it or not, it was only two people in the audience, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give everybody 115. Mm percent -hmm. See, because I've always been that way, but now I'm in my 60s, right? So I'm only gonna do this. I'm gonna bow out gracefully over the next um four years. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to start sliding out the game and just chill and still run my businesses, but just really, I'm going to um, finish taking up karate more, mm-hmm. more boxing, um, and a lot more sex. That just sounded loud. I'm with you on that. 60, yeah, you si- you're in your 60s? Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah, vegan? Yeah. What? Bro, yeah. it, it fucked me up too. Black don't motherfucking crap. Yeah, no, are niggas? you vegan? Most are niggas you? are 60 years old, oh, I think no, no, I can no, take. I don't know about this I eat whatever I want. Nah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah I eat whatever. You're in your 60s? Yeah, I'm a 60s. That shit crazy. <laughs> that shit yeah, crazy. I'm a 60s man. And you eat whatever you want? Cortez, you yeah, think you I can mean, take I'm, them? I'm careful what nah, I eat, I'm but just I, saying, yeah. Like, you eat whatever you want? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I eat what I want. You can't. I can't eat whatever I want, and he in the 60s. Damn. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to get high blood pressure or uh, blood clogs. I mean, nah, I'm pretty I sure eat you, good, yeah. you know. But I, if I want a burger, I'm gonna get it. You know, I ain't gonna suffer if I don't want a diet. No, I want that <laughs> motherfucking burger with, ba- <laughs> with bacon and motherfucking cheese. Hell yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I ain't gonna like nah and suffer. <laughs> you know, that's what I want today. Shit. Yeah, I feel you. you know, I gotta ask this before I forget, though, man. Uh-huh. But I'm gonna forget. <laughs> now you say you don't mess around with a lot of people. Yes, but like. I keep thinking, like, N.W.A., though. These niggas is, like, super niggas, bro. Like, right. we all came up looking at these niggas. It wasn't no time where, like, you had to hang out with Easy a couple times. Any conversations? Yeah, 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 and- yeah, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. We talked and hung out, but we didn't hang. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to your house. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sleep on your couch mm-hmm. or I nothing you. like that. We, so what we type of person other, was Easy e Easy was the, one of the nicest, funniest dudes on the planet. Mm-hmm. And if he wouldn't have died, I would have had another opportunity because me, him, and Jerry Heller was gonna start ruthless comedy. Mm, you know, yeah. so that was gonna that was gonna be our motherfucking lick. The paperwork was already set to roll, but he wound up dying, mm-hmm. and um, I never got the opportunity. And then when I started rocking with Fifty Cent, um, you probably see me in Window Shopper with Fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I toured with him a lot. Matter of fact, Fifty was the opening act. That I used to bring on on the Rough Rider tour when he got before he got shot, mm. and then after he got shot, you know, two years later, Fifty Cent is this huge star, and um, I know so many people I didn't know I knew really Fifty Cent. I just had an idea I might have knew him. So in Detroit, Michigan, he's coming there, him Eminem, and I'm standing on the side with my kid because the security people are hating on me. They trying to act like. I was just on tour with you at a, on another tour. Mm-hmm. Now you on this tour. You, yeah, I really feel if I know you, nigga, mm-hmm. who with you? I'm gonna take care of you. Right. Not, yeah. not these motherfuckers. They was treat me like I was just a regular nigga. So here come the um, the buses, the cops. The bus comes around. Fifty gets off the bus and he turns and we make eye contact. And that nigga said, "Yo, T to the motherfucking K, you coming in?" Mm-hmm. And he shut that motherfucker down and brought Damn. me and my children in. Mm-hmm. And we all walked in backstage because um, he was a fan of mine. And um, I wound up hosting a show that day at Detroit with him and Eminem. So um, shout out to Fifty Cent. He was always showing me mad love. But we was gonna start the G's of comedy with Fifty, mm-hmm. and he had a manager at the time who he's deceased now. And Chris Lighty, and Chris Lighty took a year to sign a contract with William Mars, but at that time I knew Fifty's um, star was declining, and what we had to do had to be done when he was up here. And I was gonna take the the most um, gangster at that time comedians on the road to do what we had to do, but it didn't. When they when they came for me to sign the contract, I passed. I said, Nah, I'm cool. Who was these comedians? Who was these comedians? Um, it was gonna be a guy named Doodoo Brown out of Atlanta. Another comedian I knew your name Capone. 
I know Capone. Yeah, and I forgot who else is gonna. Do the brand familiar. But the thing that happened, he, see, those type of things in life teaches you to shut up until things happen. Yeah. Even though that deal was getting ready to go through, and I called him hoping that it was gonna happen, mm-hmm. it never panned out. So when you don't know this business, and you say something to somebody and it don't work out, you are considered a liar. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind you gotta shut up until it actually is getting ready to happen. Then it happens. Then you gotta shut up. Until the check hits your account, <laughs> yeah, then it's for real. Okay, you know, so it's levels to you got to stay quiet. Mm-hmm. That's all. Do you do a lot of social media? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because mm-hmm. you know, social media is just like that. A lot of people start talking before they get what they what they wanted or something like that. Somebody applying for a job and they already telling people how good the job is. Yeah, I don't do that no more. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever <laughs> did that. I just, I just promote my show is coming up. Yeah, I don't let. Uh, as my mother say, never let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. Yes. Yeah. So that's how I move through life. I got you. Yeah. So why do you call yourself the Jesus of comedy? Or did someone Well, I'm not the Jesus of comedy. I'm just saying that because <laughs> believe it or not, I was considered the gangster of comedy back in the day. Okay. And a young man in New York is considered that now. And I allow him to really <laughs> take that because, um, again, I see, uh, I can see the future. You know, some people are visionary. I'm a visionary. If you want to work till you're 70, 80 years old, you do not want to have the word gangster applied to you in no form whatsoever because as you get older, you want to work for churches. You want to work for corporations. You want to be universal that you don't stop your money. And if you got gangster, as we get older, I don't think nobody who's going to be older like, oh, let's get this guy. What's his name? Gangster. No, no <laughs> you can't do that. It's just got to be the official T.K. Mm-hmm. Kirkland. So what I might do is retire as T.K. Kirkland, do some other things to blow up, and then come back and have them call me the incredible Mr. Kirkland, something like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the incredible Mr. Kirkland. Now, this is something I came up in the 90s. So all the stuff that I'm doing in the 90s, or thought about in the 90s, is really coming uh, out in, 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 in over these next 10 years, which is awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So what else besides comedy do you want to be doing in the future? Like, what's going to make that next million dollars for you? Because I see a lot of celebrities that are getting all time. Like, me personally, when I get some money, I want to get in the cannabis industry. First right. of all, I love to fucking smoke, and I like to make right, money. Right, right. What are the things TK is, like, excited about coming up in the I future? I just want to have the money. I don't need to do nothing else. I just want to know I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm that kind of dude. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, the problem with most um, people, I think, is that when you get money, you get greedy and you want to get more money. And the goal mm-hmm. is to get bet on you. You get successful. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much money you got, you, you don't live above your means. You live beneath your means. Mm-hmm. Because the goal is to be rich and well off, but not paying for a $5 million house. Because mm-hmm. the mattress is still going to be the same. Yeah. So no matter how big the home is, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't need 20 or 30 vehicles. Because you can have one car that's nice. But you can go rent a vehicle if you want for mm-hmm. two or three days, still enjoy it. And guess what? You can take it back. You ain't got to worry about paying insurance on it every month. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to worry about the oil change. You don't look crazy going to the supermarket <laughs> with a Rolls Royce putting groceries in the car. I just don't, you know, I just don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it don't make no sense. So, and then you, I don't think people should buy a car. Like, you know, I think um, you can lease it, but I don't think people should just go right out and spend money on a vehicle that's going to lose value. But there's nobody that teaches our people mm. these type of things. So mm. a lot of people do a lot of dumb things and make a lot of 
um, bad decisions in life. So I, I try to do my little part um, when I'm on shows like this or mm-hmm. when I'm touring, touring the world. I, mm-hmm. I drop some knowledge. And, you know, like um, from the Breakfast Club to Vlad TV to the Urban Apps at what? <laughs> Urban absurdity. Absurdity. Yeah. See, so when people listen to this, they are like, "Yo, that nigga always dropping gems." So you know. Yeah, I was just about to say that you always dropping gems on yeah. various podcasts, millions of views. You always giving some good advice, even on stage. When you need advice, who do you go to? I pray. I pray, and I do the right thing. Yeah. See, when you do the right thing, you ain't gotta ask for advice. Mm-hmm. If you do the right thing, the goal. Robert felt that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You do, you do the, yeah, you do the right thing. Start freaking you, out. Yeah, you ain't gotta ask for advice <laughs> when you do it right. That's dope, though. I never heard nobody yeah, say that. Yeah, when you do the right thing, you ain't gotta ask for advice. You just gotta do it right. It's just that um, a lot of people has vices. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot. Some people drink. Some people gamble. Some people have um, depression. Some people have high blood pressure. Yeah. The goal is to put yourself in a position that you um, don't have really none of those things, which is kind of hard. It takes a very unique person and a lot of discipline to pull that off. Hmm. And then understand that you don't have three strikes in life, that you have 365 tries a year to become the person that you want to become. And then when you do the right thing, <laughs> and when you do the right thing, you know, the universe give you another 365 mm-hmm. to keep you going, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you don't take care of your health and your body, and God has given you so many, um, God or universe, whatever you want to use, um, from Whitney Houston to Michael Jackson, when he sees um, that you did not take advantage of the gift or the talent that he gave you, he takes mm-hmm. you away. Because you, you didn't appreciate what... Um, you had on this earth. That this side just this side just view the world, that's all. Yeah. Damn, we got everybody hired. Listen. <laughs> Should have said bow our heads hey, first, nigga. Everybody <laughs> flashing back over their life she like She crying. You know? Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> she touching people all over the world. Hey, oh, yeah. Robert and Cop the Spirit. <laughs> so that's a rocket back and forth. But that is. That that, that does. That makes a makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Because at the end of the day, we know what's right and wrong. Yeah, you know what's right and wrong. It's mm-hmm. just that we try to justify why we do right. the wrong thing. Right. I avoided it because I was something else when I was young. So I um <laughs> I want peace for I was about to say we got about five more minutes. But what's I some you of the craziest shit you've done? I still was a quiet guy, but I still was doing a lot of crazy stuff. You <laughs> okay, know? just but quietly. I, but I was going through it, but <laughs> Yeah, just quietly. But when I was going through, when I sit back and understand my journey, I was supposed to go through all those things. Because you can't teach nobody nothing unless you went through something. Yeah. You know, and I always tell people that um, when people try to bring up my past, I tell people God dropped all the charges. And then I also say that, um, so you really can become whoever you want, no matter what you go through. And one of the ones that get people's attention the most, I tell everybody that um, Maya Angelou was a hoe. Back in the day, read a book. You know, yeah, yeah, she, she was a she straight hoe. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> no, she really did. Yeah, she was straight hoe. Believe it or not. Hey. Before that, though, yeah, she was a straight hoe. I forgot about what he said before that, like a straight hoe. Yeah, and then um, and, and Malcolm X was a um a, a, a pimp and a drug dealer, mm-hmm. and became these people. So he said, "You can become whoever you want to become." You can My become whoever you want to become. Yeah, yeah. My Angela was a hoe. Back you should write greeting cards. This but, shit is amazing. But I get, I say that to give the impact, though, yeah. so you can really feel what I'm talking about. Opposed to saying, yeah, they get yeah. that. Yeah, 
sweet, you boy. Get that. <laughs> I, I definitely get in there. That was the best way to put it. Shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shit shocked me last night. All right. <laughs> no, we should now we think about my ex. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, so I don't I even this, know how to follow that shit. My, should we head, wrap it up? In or? my head, I'm like, what kind of hoe was she, though? Like. <laughs> Nah, bro, don't do it. Do not get TK, get your ass canceled out here. This is cancel culture, nigga. You you remember. You ain't TK. You remember it's Cortez. We can cross his his face (laughs) out. We got Marcus over there. He likes it too. We'll just paint that nigga face. (laughs) White out over his shit. He ain't here no more. But no, that is. That's very true. So everyone, make good decisions. Make right this yeah, the right decision. Yeah, because it can cost you. What we have learned today is uh, <laughs> 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 what I take T-K from this. Kirkland just don't care. <laughs> he don't care about you. Wait a minute, he is that what we learned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. GK Kirkland is, is his own piece. Don't yeah. fuck with his piece. Yeah, he don't yeah, fuck I'm with people piece. that fuck with his piece. Right. <laughs> so he don't fuck with you, Ron. <laughs> yeah, my piece is everything. I'm about to say I disturbed. I was ludicrous this weekend, disturbing yeah, this nigga's piece. Yeah, piece but he, but he had to feel something yeah. positive in order to to come and do. Because you didn't have to. No, no, no. He was persistent. <laughs> yes. He was persistent. See, three things happened. He was persistent, but I, oh, I'm a hustler by nature, and when you're a hustler by nature. All money is good money. Mm-hmm. So he just had to give me the money because of what I asked for out of respect. See, so what I always try to teach men, when you approach your OG or you approach somebody that you want, it's like when you see a young lady you want to have a conversation with, you buy her a drink for her time. That shows that you respect her time and her space. When you want someone to come do something for you, you got to come with the proper number to make that person feel that he's well-respected. So even though he was claiming he was broke, my <laughs> job was, nigga, you gonna respect me because <laughs> this is the number of respect that I need to get it done. Yeah. So even though he went down so low, but I brought him back up to the number I wanted, <laughs> it was respectful because he was gonna pay me exactly what he paid somebody else. He wasn't gonna pay me low because he, I was gonna be the lowest person that he ever paid. And I wasn't gonna allow that <laughs> because I knew that no matter who you have on this show, whether today or next year, we'll never have the stories yeah. that I will have. And I went through a lot of pain to get those stories. So you want to get paid for your pain, too. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot. Of, it's not pain. It's just. It's just no, it's, I, I like this. I was going to use you it. You want to get paid for pain and stuff. You said a couple of things that I'm going to take anyway. So. Yeah, it's, 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 it's your journey. No one should know. Your journey is based on what you feel your value is. And I know my value. And I took a lot of things from what you said, but I just want to point this mm-hmm. out, too. Yes. It's okay to buy a drink. Like you said, <laughs> pay for the time that you want. Yeah, a man, look, ladies, look, look. ladies, <laughs> ladies, it's okay to buy a man a drink to get the time that you want. Look at the headphones off. And that's the way young people think, and it's okay. But what I try to <laughs> keep in perspective is a man being a man. And when a man is a man, it's okay for a woman to buy a drink if that's what she wants to do. But the man should always send, you ain't even got a high ladder. You can send a bottle. But your money got to be right to this. I come up as a player. I come up somewhere around the coldest people in the world, from Harlem to um, Chicago, Illinois, to um, to the streets of um, Oakland, California. And my whole crew when I was young was players. You know, we, what we call them, I call them Louis the 13th. We all had paper. 
So even though I was the baby out of the crew, you know, I see how my OGs at that time really treated women and bought them cars and bought them bags and all that kind of stuff. Now, the average person can't live like that. You know, that's in my DNA. I like buying stuff for women, treating them good. <laughs> that's me. You know what I'm saying? So um, when he, I don't know if that's as hard, but when you, you can hear um, a lot about a person by the remarks that they say, and that's just the way light-skinned people move. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's coming. I, was I know what's coming. I was you know, light, uh, you I know, know light, light skinned people think they better than everybody. I knew you know what I'm saying? Was, so they, hey. he want a bitch to buy him a drink. That's gonna make him feel that good. That was said, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Like bitch, look I'm at, the star, bitch. Look. I'm finding in you, bitch. And you buy me the drink. First of all, I don't even drink. So second of all, <laughs> I'm just messing second, with you. It's a good joke. That was it. That was second, it. Second, second of all, motherfuckers gonna have to treat me. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out, goddamn. That must be a light skinned shit. Ask me for my number, goddamn. That's funny as hell. I want to get wanna, my number you out. Wanna feel, you want to feel? But but you but, feel. but but just but just to give the people some game who really be like, when you a man and a woman feels that vibe and she got her shit together, she will buy a drink. You so cold as a man, and a girl got paper, she feel the need, she want to take you shopping. That's crazy. She'll bring you something. Trust me when I tell you that. <laughs> so you saying if Dang. a, you, okay, I get this. Yeah, you right. gotta, if you a man's man, and a female got her shit together, she coming with bags. Especially if you fuck her good, she like, I gotta buy this next something. <laughs> but, but I'm looking, but, but I'm looking at your shoulder strength. Like, Bro, I cut this shit, cut this shit. You said we had five minutes. Like, when he, when you lay on somebody, it's, I ain't laying on nobody. I'm fucking with you. I ain't laying on nobody. <laughs> she, hey, she gonna have to get all this. Uh. Love, you know, I, I can see, this, uh. I can see him taking off his shirt and the girl go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's my time. I'm going to sleep. God bless y'all. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Hey, I was just about Thank to say, oh, give me one second, bro. I was just about to say this. I got to tell the story. It might take two minutes. Yes, sir. Man, we've been through a a long journey real fast. Like, meeting a lot of people in the industry, people with respect, people we've seen for a long time, bro, and just, like, having the privilege to talk to you. You had an extra experience with, like, I told Bianca how it went down, but we was texting and shit, so I guess she thought it was, like, different. What I meant to say was, this is one of them niggas I grew up watching around, like all of these people, the OGs of Chicago, to look a little aggressive, like big city niggas a little aggressive. So I was like, it ain't no problems. This nigga's just a different breed. And when we talked here, when you called me, he was like, bro, I can't wait to meet you. And I loved that because like we was talking shit, didn't even know each other. Right, right, You know what right, I mean? Right. And bro, that just, man, you just made, like this weekend was so dope because man, now I got another story. Like you got a million stories, all yeah. those TK Kirkland stories and shit. You just helped add another chapter to our story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it was real dope, bro. This weekend been fun, man. And shit, we was glad to have you. You're getting your flowers while you're here. You're legendary. And we're glad you came through and Thank fucked you. with us. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. Thank Appreciate you so much. You're welcome. Now we out. I'm broke now. I got to go sell something today. <laughs> Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.